Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. That's a spicy meatball. Italian food. Welcome to Shooting the Gap. Shooting the Gap. Shooting the Gap. That's not her name. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I didn't have an explanation for it. Either. No. You should just, were surprised that I didn't know? Yeah, actually, I was. Just so you can see. That's because I know things. It's Latin. For Phil Collins. For Phil Collins. <laughs> for shoving an Oscar up someone's ass. A lively bunch we are tonight. Aye, we are. Or are we doing pirate voices now? We should record before midnight. Ryan's got coffee. Oh, don't put the cup down that hard. I got coffee as well. You're right by the mic. The mic? The mic. What is the... The microphone. Are you saying mic? Why are you saying it so weird? The microphone? What? What weird? Why do you think what weird? <laughs> Got nothing. <laughs> We're doing awesome right now. This is a great opening. Oh, this is awesome. Man, all three of them already turned it off. Pretty much. May 23rd. <laughs> What's new, Ryan? What's new? Yeah. In sports? In life, in, in general, life in anything general. you want to talk it's about. Working. It's working. It's the holiday weekend. So, You're if you don't chilling. have time to fucking listen to our show on Monday, fuck you. Okay. You're chilling, man. You don't have to work on Monday. Right. Are you having a barbecue? Fucking, I don't know. Oh, okay. Nope. It's next month. Well, that's the... Fourth of July, right? Not quite this year, but... But, you like know, a week off I, I'm going to call July. it that anyway. It's just going to be called that. It's like the 4th of Jaluhau. We should invite the listeners. Both of them. <laughs> Scott. You know them all. Scott get and Don. Get on Scott. the plane. <laughs> Bring your wife. Blindfold her so she knows she's not flying into Canada. And or America. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. He's just talking shit. <laughs> About Canadian. Welcome, no. welcome to a slow week in sports, everybody. <laughs> we got such great topics as Johnny Manziel's fake something or another, and then that's it. And Apparently, then he's harassing fake women. Other th- no, he's he's harassing nobody. Technically, what a fucking chump, dude! He doesn't put anything into anything. He's just slacking all the well, time. Well, the the lawsuit alleges that he has a really small penis. Um. And that he acknowledges his small penis and is actually very satisfied with his small penis and makes many, many inappropriate statements about his small penis. You know what that sounds like to me? A record for saying small penis in the like first minute of the show? Pretty close, pretty close. Um, I also, mean, small penis. a pissed off bitch. <laughs> yeah, I the will say, about no that, I'm like, girls oh, do go... They Funny enough, it's a lawsuit filed by some douchewad in jail who does nothing but waste the government's time by filing phony fucking lawsuits. So it's a dude? Frivolous oh. lawsuits, yeah. See, this is how much I know about it. Nothing. It's really... It's it's stupid. Oh. So, hold on. I'm sorry. So there's, some guy there's some truth to it. What's, what's the little dick part? The little dick part. Is so, hold on. So, hold on. <laughs> this... Okay, let me let me get this straight as a non-sports person. Someone in jail is talking about some dude in sports small dick. And that becomes better than that, Doug. Mhm. He is posing as a sports writer in jail. Or, yeah. It's fake. It's a fake lawsuit pretty much. Okay. That's how great the government is. You can just send in some paperwork and be like, I want to sue this guy, and I'm totally the same. For having a small dick. <laughs> and showing me pictures of his little dick. <laughs> to prove it. So does that mean that there are pictures of Johnny Manziel floating around a penalist dude? No. 
You mean what it means? Minor penal institute. What it means is the the guy shouldn't have asked for so much money. Rub the Latin. The juvenile penal. Well, that's different. Let's not go. That's there. just getting worse over there. Yep. Okay, so that that's. What it means is he probably shouldn't have asked for so much money and maybe Johnny would have paid him to keep his mouth shut so there wouldn't be rumors about him having a little dick. Well, he wouldn't have to keep his mouth that shut with a small dick in it, right? <laughs> Am I right? Booyakasha. All right. Well, he's in jail. So so dick is dick. It doesn't matter how small it is or not. I'm sorry, what? There's probably lots of dicks in his mouth already. So there's just no room but for But none Johnny's. as small as Johnny footballs. No, his biggest decision is whether to sleep on his back or his stomach. That's a thing in prison, Doug. That's prison stuff. Where do you want the dick to go when you wake up? When you wake up? You wake up and you're being held down by a bunch of dudes. Which hole do you want the dick to be almost going in? We gotta save Kenny's virgin ass! That's why you figure out why you sleep on your belly or your back. Where does it go if you sleep on your back? Your mouth. Jesus Christ, I gotta walk him through the whole fucking prison rape scenario. I envision Doug thinking like, are they gonna put it in his belly button? That's right. <laughs> Do they bounce it off your belly? <laughs> you make it just like Maybe they just stick it between your thighs. <laughs> Where do they put it if you wake up on your belly? <laughs> never been in prison, never been raped. Fingers crossed. Yes, but none written by the guy who put the case out for Johnny Menzel. I imagine that graphic novel is soon coming. Yeah, that went to a dark place. Mm-hmm. Poor Johnny. He's, <laughs> now he's going to have to prove he doesn't have a little wiener. No, you said he acknowledged it. No, no, no. no. The Good accu- for him. The accusation, the, the, uh, the tweet or whatever... The, uh, the uh, lawsuit said that he had Wait, the that. guy in jail has Twitter? He, they have time. He has Skype. He has a lawyer. He has all the privileges. It's a fake thing. He's filed on the behalf of somebody who doesn't even know the fucking guy. It's really stupid and funny at the same time. So a guy who doesn't know the guy said so this guy has a small dick. Yes, he made up. This that story. sounds this like a This is all bitch. made up stories. That sounds like a... That sounds like a woman. Well, he's probably <laughs> the bitch in jail. I mean, no, no, it was fed to him. Some random thing. He's famous for what? Oh, come here, dog. Did you want to know how much the lawsuit was for, Doug? Rent. Small dick. Thousand like, dollars. It's for six hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> one month's rent. No. <laughs> so, no. It's, it's, it's uh, almost it's worse. Two hundred. Two hundred dollars an inch. He should have. One hundred billion dollars. No, twenty-five million is what he wanted. Oh well, he just went for it all. Yeah, I, that's what I said. So I like, ten million. You no, know, if he was just like, give me like five thousand. Probably done. Twenty-five million. Shut up, money. It's like so. walking into a pawn shop with a bunch of things you think are dinosaur eggs. And you just come to find out they were fucking that guy's balls dick. covered by concrete <laughs> balls. So. Twenty-five million. That's ten. A fair amount for million. getting for getting skyped harassment. Dick ten, pictures. Ten, ten, I million, don't know. ten million an inch. All right. Ten million an inch. Hmm. What is his tiny dick? Is because his tiny dick is worth ten million an inch. Well, he's saying two and a half inches right there is what I think he's. Saying. Yeah, I think that was the joke. Are we talking about flaccid or erect? Ha! <laughs> oh, I see. We're getting into specifics now. You well, wanted to you go know, there. I, I was you wanted to go the there. Hole or just... <laughs> now I'm measuring with my index finger or with a ruler. <clears throat> Am I going from prostate to... Uh, yeah. Pointy end or... Uh, He's got a small dick, if he said so. Slow then... sports days are the best. How about that Miami Heat That's fucking a... Pacers series? I'm hoping Hill's healthy. He's supposed to play tomorrow. Um, I still like the Heat in yeah, seven. Or not fart. the Heat. I still like the Pacers in seven and think it's still going to really? work out 
why wouldn't it not? I mean, pretty much, you know, they're going to trade off games like they have for the last three seasons, and the Pacers have the home court. I think it will probably work out that way. Either way, I really think the Spurs are going to win it. <laughs> I look at the Spurs and I see the better basketball team. I know OKC is missing a Baca right now, but the Spurs just look like a complete basketball team with uh, with the leadership of a what a 16, 17 year vet, Tim Duncan, probably the best old basketball player of all time. Go and look at anyone past their prime that has lasted, and look at what they do, and then look at what Tim Duncan does. He is. He's not just, still. He's not just still doing double doubles every night all the time. He's not just the best power forward forward ever. He's one of the best players ever. He is top yeah. six, and he's never mentioned. All never and never he should anybody. be now because the way that he plays ball right now, like the way he's doing it, is uh, better than any old guy. Carl Malone went to the Lakers and barely started. Gary Payton did the same thing. He played a little bit with the Heat a couple years later, but like when those guys move, it doesn't happen. Charles Barkley went to Houston after his. Philly and the, the glory years with, with Phoenix. And he had some good runs. He had two good seasons. You know, he played good ball, but nothing the way that Tim Duncan's doing. And I know he's not the leader. He's not the guy. He's not the main person within the offense or the defensive scheme. But when he's called upon, that dude makes well, plays all the, the time. The offense or defense isn't set up around him, but he is absolutely the leader of that team. Mm-hmm. He, he controls it. Everybody has said from practice you can – See, when somebody screws up in practice, he doesn't even have to yell at him. He just looks at him. I think about if last year. If you're fucking year. up on the floor, he just looks at you like, fuck. You know, when like... The way that he always like, has. Like, like, you would, like if your dad looked at you when you're fucking up and you just... You know, I know, no, he ain't thinking, mad at me. He ain't mad at me. He's disappointed in you me. got your head down like, fuck, God, man. <laughs> I think about Game 7 last year when the, when the Heat won it, when it was over. There was still like a minute left and it was pretty much done and... Tim Duncan's on the bench and his, his head's just in his hands and like you, you got to be thinking at that point he's like this this was my chance we had him we had him game six minus a not a rebound some free throws missed here like fundamental shit that the fucking Spurs always do is the reason they lost those games that that game six like four plays they had him all fundamental six. shit and they lost it. He had to be thinking it was done. They're this close. It's it's not like John Elway because he's won four. Like pretty much what Duncan's doing is cementing his legacy and putting Kobe way behind him, saying Kobe was cool, whoop did he do? But I'm the best player of this generation. I am one of the best players of all time. I, I like what the Spurs are going to do. I, I don't think the Heat are that good. I, I know I that they have LeBron James. If they, I feel like some nights it's like I know D Wade's playing all right. Bosh is completely inconsistent. The rest of the team is well. I mean, there or not. It, We've been over it's hard with Chris Bosh. I, I don't think they're better than they were last year, and I think the Spurs are better now than they were last year. I'd be surprised if the Spurs and Heat were to match up. Mark my words, man. If I'm wrong, poke the fuck out of me in two weeks and just tell me how wrong I was. But I expect, like, when if the Spurs and the Heat meet up, Spurs win. I'm pretty six sure that's, games. I think that's what I said. In six, Spurs will win in six games. That I have won't the Spurs. Go I have Spurs Heat. And the Spurs going. I still six. like Indiana playing. I when think Indiana plays straight up against uh, Miami when they really are in their groove against them. They play well. They're not scared of them. They want to play them. They want to go at them. But I mean, it's it's pretty much set up for a repeat. It's set up for another battle. Two really good teams and the better team, the improved team this year, is the. Spurs. See, I don't think the Spurs are so much improved as. I feel like the Heat aren't as competitive for whatever reason it might be. I just feel like that team isn't as competitive as the last team. I don't know why. I just I don't get that sense about that team that they walk with well, too much well, of a swagger. I think I, I, I think much they've been. I think they've me. been. I think they've been with me without saying that you do. It's okay. No, I absolutely agree with you. <laughs> bomb, bomb, death, bomb, bomb, death, bomb, 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 fast. No, no, um, I don't think they did. They've been hitting the mouth this year, like by many teams. Brooklyn is one of them, but they came back and they were hitting, took they, care of Brooklyn, no, no problem. I mean, but they got hit in the mouth this year. I think, I think they got everybody's best punch, and I think it kind of warmed down a little bit. And you saw it with yeah. D Wade. You saw him. I mean, he was D-Wade's, hurt D-Wade's, all all season long. D Wade's playing more now than he did last year in the playoffs. That's that's not. I think they're right where they're supposed to be right now. 
It's it's more the the, the cast surrounding him is what I think. I, I I don't think they got knocked in the mouth. I just don't think they, they brought anything. They they thought that Greg Oden was going to do something for him. Nothing. They thought Michael Beasley was going to be on the floor. That guy never gets on the floor. They they are the same team from last year. Uh, my I think uh, no, they're they're the same team. It's it's just not improved. Where where San Antonio did is they brought another big white Italian dude to shoot some more threes. And just got stronger. Kawhi Leonard is a better player than he was last year. Uh, Danny Green is a more confident shooter than he was last year. And he knows that he hit nine threes in the game last year in the finals. He's prepared to do it again. Parker's healthy. Ginobili's not hurt nearly as much. And Duncan's playing at a different level with nobody prepared to guard him when he goes to the... I think they're so much better. I, I, I really do. I really do. I know I got to preach you on that one. But I really think that they're better. Top five? Huh? God, can you imagine how the next half of the show is going to be? Man, they're already pissing. Oh, fuck. Top five? See, that was only 15 minutes. That was perfect time. Well, that was a minute late, but yeah. Oh, okay. We're counting our minutes. We're counters. Well, these are Ryan's top five, so I'm going to let you go ahead and yeah, you're looking. Oh, I'm sorry. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to. I saw the blank page and went, oh, he's shooting from the cup. He's going to oh. divvy out who's going to do the answer. He's shooting win. from that little dick of his. Which one did we go? The $25 Allegedly. million dollar dick. Allegedly. The $25 million dollar dick. Too, the one that you, the ones that you sent me in the text message earlier today. I'm calling it that from here on out. The million dollar dick? The $25 million dollar dick. Nice. Yeah. That's what all the bitches say. It's like. Bitch, it might be tiny, but it's rich. But it will fuck you good. New, nope, but it's rich. Top five wide receivers? Top five wide receivers of all time. I'll do my list, and it's then list. we'll you let put Gonzo destroy my list. And then I'll do my list again. It's a good list. And then we'll let Doug do his list, and then we'll let Gonzo destroy our list. <laughs> I, like to, I like these lists. Gonzo likes lists. He likes to put them together. He's a lister. Listering. Um, number five. Number five. James Lofton. James Lofton. Yeah. An extremely talented wide receiver. Super underrated, matter Get, of fact. He, he, yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's pretty pretty rated. I uh, no. I just because somebody, everybody on this list is gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Oh okay. I mean, you got like a top five list with somebody who's not in the Hall of Fame. Maybe. Probably not. No. <laughs> But I mean, underrated. I mean, as far as like your top five, maybe. So. I'm talking about more like underrated as as you don't hear a lot of people on the like you will the rest of the list. You'll hear more of these people. Very, very. I, I, I am he could play. Not, he could. He could play. He could play in every era. The, all these guys realistically could play. Well, I'm not. I'm not dissing I'm James Lofton. I'm not dissing Lofton. He he had great years in Green Bay. I remember him when he played with Buffalo, on those good teams. Um, getting deep all the time. Lots of yards. Fifteen thousand plus yards. I'm pretty sure. Great receiver. Extremely. Not dissing him. Number four, Steve Largent. White boy! That guy held so many records. We had to get a white guy in the list. Okay. Doug's I not okay with that. that. Doug doesn't want white Any people on the list. Any for Seattle? Sure. Okay, nothing. Nothing, nothing okay. for Doug there. Okay. okay. Maybe Doug will know this one. Marvin Harrison? Mm. Ooh, he went Marvin Harrison. Mm-mm. No? Apparently he's a murderer. Nothing? Nothing? Okay. Mm-hmm. Marvin Harrison? Well, he can the ball, too. A lot of them in one season. <laughs> 143 many, many of them. Times. He's a wide receiver, you say. Yeah. <laughs> Sit it out loud. 143 receptions in one season, which is hasn't been touched. It's not even been close. That's, uh, it's, it's and he killed someone. Yeah, that's the word. That's oh, the word. Okay. It got swept. Allegedly. We don't want to talk about it because he's not in the game anymore. $25 million corpse. All right, he's not go. even in the public anymore. He's like, because I killed somebody. He's all like, I killed people. I own nightclubs. I got a little. I gotta quit you. <laughs> Number two, uh, the playmaker. The playmaker, Michael Irvin, Ooh. a guy who could play on Ooh. every team, anywhere, at any time, and wow. receive widely and widely continuously. There we go touchdowns. Um, he is awesome. I'll tell you something funny after that. Uh, do we do number ones on this list? Or we just on this one's pretty obvious. I tried to look at it in a in a objective way where I could put someone else ahead of them, and there's just there's no way to. So Jerry Rice yeah, is just going to be the unanimous. The number one. I mean, you Jerry. can't even try to back it up any way you want. 
Well, he hit Joe Montana throwing to him. Okay, well, there's William been a Steve lot. Throw to him. Oh, okay. Well, he had Rich Cannon throw him to him. Just shut that back up. He was awesome. He was just the, the best receiver of all yeah. time. Yeah. And check him out now. Look at his ass. He was like, what, 5'11? Give or take. I think he's about six foot. Uh, well, 5'11 is about six foot. I think he's six foot even, though. I don't, I don't think he was. I think he was a little bit underneath it. He was not big. All I know is his hands were huge. He was 100 and what, 180 pounds, 190 his pounds. fucking hands were huge. I'm just, I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm, not, I'm telling you. Not going to be a proctologist, that boy. Take the... <laughs> not going to be take Jerry uh, Rice now, being the best of all time, and take the best wide receiver now in the game. Then um, you could toss it up, but obviously Calvin Johnson gets the nod right away. He's what six six, two hundred and sixty pounds of sure beast mode. Jerry Rice was a whole different level going over the middle uh, against a league that was able to knock the Do fuck out the of you, you want, beat the shit out of you every oh fucking God. time. There was no fucking flags if you felt like you got hit too hard. It was like real oh, shit. They could just, Jerry Rice was a they could grab warrior. your arm and hang on to warrior. you all the way down the field. Mm-hmm. No, no matter what. So I, that's, and he uh, was still shaking fools back then. That's some sh- he was. And if he didn't shake you, he'd just run right. Most of the time, they said they were trying to hit him. I couldn't even hit him. He just he, he just, just ran. He just ran. Number five. Uh, I just like this guy because he's he's my white boy for the list. Lance Allworth. He was the receiver for the San Diego Chargers in the AFL. I was seven. He broke up with Sheryl uh, Crow. Absolutely. Fucking impressive. Eighty-five touchdowns from sixty-two to seventy-two in an era where, where it, was it was it was expanded on the, one of the teams he was on. The offense was, but it wasn't a rare thing. There was still a lot of run down. He played football. like seven or eight years without the seven years, wasn't it? With six years, six years with the fourteen, uh-huh. fourteen games. Absolutely, absolutely. He Otherwise, a, his numbers would be pretty ridiculous. He was able to run past people. He was able to shake them off. He was a, a great receiver. Number four, just to piss off Steeler fans because they're stupid. They always say Lynn Swan was like the best receiver on that team. Like Lynn Swan, no, he wasn't. I'm gonna put Roger Stallworth at number four because he was a better player than him. He had better game, better routes, better hands, better speed all around than that guy did. He just played on a team that was full on. You mean number two, beastie? Or are you going the opposite way? What, number four. So you're going from one to five. I'm going five to one. I just so how is he number four? I don't know. Okay. What did I mess up? I don't know. Numbers. Did I say that Lance Hollis was number one or something? No. You said uh, the last guy was number four. Yeah, because I'm going five to one. Number five was first and number four was next. But then you have three more ahead of him? That's how the math would work out. What are you talking about? <laughs> what is he doing to As you, you were. As I was. Thank you very much. Roger Starworth was better than Lynn Swan. He was better than a lot of receivers. I love that guy. Number three. Say what you want about the man. But caught a lot of touchdowns. Got a lot of yards. Randy Moss was an amazing wide receiver. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I'd have had that guy on my team at any time. If he'd have played with L.A., oh my God. If he played with Manning right now, good Lord. If he'd have played with Jake Plummer, he'd have done... Everything that he always did. Love except, that guy. Except for the two years in Oakland. We just ignored that. That was the only time that he didn't want to play. But but can you blame him? Nobody left, wanted to play in Oakland. He left Oakland and went and caught 26 touchdown passes in one season in New England. Broke the record. Like, come on. That tells you something, Oakland fans. Shut the fuck up. That's just annoying. Number two, Chris Carter. I can't believe he doesn't make your list. I can't believe he didn't put Chris Carter the best hands. Like, the best hands. All he does is catch touchdowns. Also wrote the X-Files. Yeah, totally. Great guy. Uh, came, just, a, just a great story. Chris Carter was, was the bomb. I've always thought he was the, the second oh, like, receiver. He like didn't even make your, your top five. It's, it's, okay. it's, a, it's insulting to my belly. Okay. Well, it's okay. Though. He mad yeah. at the Hall of Fame voters, too, because he didn't make it on the first ballot. Yeah. He's number two on your list. I'm just saying. Well, you just named a bunch of guys. That I understand that. First I'm just saying, like you're being mad at me for not even having him <laughs> well, on the I'm list. Not, he didn't even make it on the Hall of Fame. That was an anger defensive boy. Whoa! That was just whoa. Shit. That was like I can't believe you didn't put him on your list. And number one, whoa. would whoa. obviously be Jerry Rice because he's just the best. Because of it's all time. Jerry Rice, and if you say somebody different, well, then you don't. You just you just can't. You're you just can't. reaching. You're, you're reaching. You, there's no there's no way to defend it. There's zero zero. I got someone about. Uh, Jerry Rice. Is it somebody from the Saints, Doug? 
No, it's Jerry Rice. I was just kidding. He's a southern boy. Yeah, it was Uncle Ben's Rice. Musicians? Musicians. Top five. Oh, Lord. Favorite musicians. But we all did different. Because Gonzo dead. wanted... Because they have to be dead. dead musicians. They have to be dead. Did they? I thought. Yeah. Okay. That was your thing. Was that was my thing. Okay, mine was, mine was dead musicians. Gonzo wanted to mix it up even more, so we went into subcategories of dead music. Because we have to. It's a very broad category, and he was leaving out all kinds of other ideas, so we had to. <laughs> we had Obviously. to. So I went with musicians who died by bullet. Okay. Okay. All right. Number five. Landon. Really? No arguing any of this. Like, they all died from bullets. There's a few. It's also a favorite list, so no matter what you say... Okay. It's my it will not sway. <laughs> I'm not wrong, as Gonzo says. How can I be wrong in an opinion? Then I put it in a song, because I have minions. He's got many opinions. That's why he has a show and a band. He's got a lot of shit to say. Mother. He's got a lot of things to say. Number five, <laughs> Lennon. Number four, Marvin Gaye. Ooh, shot by his daddy. Yep. <laughs> nice little dispute he over wasn't, paperwork. He wasn't... <laughs> Praising the Lord Jesus enough with the to fucking shoot that gun. Man. With my a, son is the devil. With a gun that he gave him. Yeah. With Sad. all the devil money that he made. Sad. Mm-hmm. Devil, devil. Devil, devil. Number three, Tupac. Did he skip five? Yeah. He, did, no, he I skipped said four. Lennon. He skipped four. I said Lennon, number five. John Lennon. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. We no, did. you opened up. I totally with... did. No, you said number four. I said number five, Lennon. Then I said number four. Or we get, you can look. You just, so you just over last, Lennon. Lennon. Okay, good oh, job, though. Okay. That's fine. Number two. Number two. Tupac. <laughs> Tupac. Tupac. He's killed by a lot of bullets. A lot of bullets. How many was it? A lot of bullets. Well, a lot. How many times like did he get 14? shot, or which ones killed him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did you read the, the autopsy? It depends. It depends. Which autopsy? And how it? many were poetic justice? I, I know how I know how my number two, I know how my number two how many bullets it took to kill him. Mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain. What, number, what number is that? This is number one. This is number two because Tupac okay. is number three. Little... Are you guys paying attention to the order, or do you want to like re- redo the whole list? Number two, Courtney Love. Number three was Tupac. Number four was Marvin Gaye. Uh, and number five is Lennon. Are we good at counting? Number two. I'm paying attention. Number two, two. Only took one bullet. Technically a shell. Mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain. And Courtney Love shot it. <clears throat> Tumor discharged. Well, he had to think about it. He was like, Ugh. There was too much heroin in his system. Those were lies. Too much heroin in his system. Lies. You know that part where I'm going to sing in Come As You Are and I don't have a gun? Am I going to be called a liar for the rest of my life? He was totally a liar. Every time I hear that song, go, when I don't have a gun, I go, liar. Liar. That's my joke. Fucking liar. That's my joke. Fuck you. That's not your joke. I've been that's saying that since he fucking that's killed my himself. That's joke. That's not your joke. You guys both made up joke. the most obvious joke about it. You are so I'm fucking willing, original. I'm, to, I'm actually willing to agree with Gonzo on that one. That's so fucking original. Number one. And I bet you guys agree with my number one. Dime. As far as your opinion? Fucking rest in peace, motherfucking dime bag. I knew, I knew Gonzo knew my number one already. So was, I called you that morning. I remember talking to you that morning. You were the one that told me that morning. No, you were already gone. Uh, no. no. I didn't hear about it until you called me. Really? It was messed up. Not the same generation. That's no, okay. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, actually, I will. I will agree with you on that Different deal. I will. But, uh, yeah, it, that was just a... That was a devastating, was a shitty day. Shitty day. Didn't like that day. Doug, I think you're next. Ew. All right. Well, I of Ew. course went a different way as well. Um, top five dead musicians that actually influenced me. There you go. Um, influential. Influential. Number five, Freddie Mercury. Good guy. Um, I mean, out outside of the whole gay and social thing that I'm not going to get into. Uh, Queen is always going to be one of the best all right, rock bands of all time. Change the game. Uh, number four, Randy Rhodes. Good fucking call, man. Love that guy. Um, the Bark at the Moon solo. Done. The whole record. Done. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's... If you're, Actually, if yeah, you're Randy gonna encapsulate Randy Rhodes, it's it's Randy the Bark Rose the Moon play, solo. Randy Rhodes doesn't play guitar on the Bark at the Moon solo. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. GTS. Who is it? It's the guy that was after him. Is that Zach Wilde? That was no, Zach Wilde. There was a guy before Zach Wilde. I just can't remember the guy's name, but it's definitely not Randy Rhodes for Barking the Moon. We might do a stand to be corrected on that one. It's um, possible. It's possible. But I'm right. Number three, Bon Scott. Fucking A, dude. I mean, I love ACDC, and I love, I love Brian, uh, what's his name, Brian Young? Johnson. Johnson, thank you. Brian Johnson, but Bon Scott will always be influential in terms of early ACDC. But amazing that ACDC's best album came after Bon Scott. Uh, I know, I know. It's amazing, it really, but it was also because of him. It was fueled by Bon Scott, so good stuff. Uh, number two, of course, Kurt Cobain. I mean, voice of a generation, for those of us that grew up in the 90s. It's hard to imagine the musical landscape without the birth of grunge. and The voice that they told us was the generation voice. Who would you prefer? Of, out of Eddie that, Vedder? Out of that whole clique? There's, there's plenty. Lane Staley? Uh, there's plenty. I know. But he was the most prolific. <laughs> they made so. And Nirvana will always stand as one of the bands that changed the landscape. That's just how it is. Because mm-hmm. that's what they wanted you to do. Um, and uh, being that I came out of uh, you know metal, thrash, and punk, uh, number one, Cliff Burton. Cannot deny Cliff at all, ever. Features former guitarist. Oh, fucking Jakey Lee, you're right. Fucking motherfucker. <laughs> that was Jakey Lee, and that's like the one thing he's fucking known for. I just fucked up my own top four. Bam! No, it still rolls. You just quoted the wrong album. Yeah, but I mean Randy Rose. You said Suicide, so you said all kinds of stuff. So, so that's okay. No, that's fine. Did he do, um... He didn't do, um... Diary of Madman, was it? Mm-hmm. No, that was... Was that him? That's him. I was in a band that covered that. I mean, that's... And we didn't do that many covers because we were horrible, but... Um... But, yeah. But it was well, fun. But it was fun. And then Eric Klein made me fucking actually <laughs> sing, and we ruined that song. I can imagine. Mm. Well, it's my turn now. I did the uh, top five dead musicians of the 90s. I was going off of our generation, number five. Now, did they Bay. die in the 90s? What's that? Are you saying the ones that died in the 90s? In the 90s. Or they're dead and they were famous in the 90s. Dead in the 90s. Dead in the 90s. Dead in the 90s. Okay. Number 5 has got to be Kurt Cobain because he's got to go on the list because of all the things he's number said. 5. Okay. Absolutely he is. I mean, his generation was huge, but there was a whole push of, mu- of music is what I've always thought. There was a lot of bands that came out. Okay. There was a lot more music put out besides just Nirvana. I mean, it's, it's like the Unplugged album being amazing, never mind being amazing. No, God. The Unplugged album is still it's, one of the favorites. It's, well, it's the best Unplugged album, probably. I, I, I don't, I don't between, deny between it. Between, the, like o- between the Otis Redding covers and the David Bowie covers, I mean, they, they opened up a generation to other music. I mean, that's... There's, there's reasons why David Bowie songs were played now that weren't before. Because Men sold the world. Like, what a deep cut mm-hmm. at the time. Absolutely. Great song, great song. Number four, I combined two because they belong together. I put Biggie and Tupac because they pretty much died for the same thing, you know. Uh, great MCs, different type of MCs. One's a pure entertainer, one's a pure MC. Uh, it would have been cool to see what they did. They just didn't do shit. Uh, number three. Kill each other. Yeah, yeah, Allegedly. Just, just a whole bunch of dumb shit. It's, uh, whatever. Number three, uh, personal favorite. Almost, if I'd have had a little boy when Tegan was born, this name would have been on. On her as well, Bradley Knoll, because I just loved. Are you fucking out of your mind? Okay. Never out Go of ahead. my mind. I, I've always heard the hatred, and I think it was because they were done before the big album came out. They didn't put much out, and they, everyone played it over and over and over again. I you overdid on heroin with a three. What was a three-week year old? He was doing his last thing of heroin. He wasn't with yeah. the kid. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't OD with the kid next to him. He just did what junkies do. Your number two was Kurt Cobain. Why did he OD? Wrote a stupid note and OD with how old was this kid? He left it with that junkie bitch. I mean, come on, let's let's not blame, let's not call the heroin out for it now. That, that don't that don't work. Number two, early nineties, Stevie Ray Vaughan died Ooh. in the nineties, and he was the voice of blues that was for all of us. Yep. There hasn't been one since. There's been and some, double trouble. Some people trying to do it. Yeah, the Texas Flood, uh, mm-hmm. all the bands he played with. There was there's been a few that have tried to come through and do it. Blues is. Just not been around since Steve Ray Vaughan's been around. <coughs> uh, and number one is just my personal favorite. Everybody knows it. Lane Staley is 
is my guy. He was actually initially on my list when I put. He he is the. I actually, he is my number two on my list when I put started put it together and then we kind of broke it down. I actually he remember was the same kind of voice as as Kurt was same mm-hmm. kind of similar same kind of. He idol. could sing. He could scream at the same time. Everything was in key. I mean, he really that. And he like, struggled Francis. with it. He struggled with the whole deal of being huge. I mean, Alice in Chains was a huge band. I, I still remember I still remember when uh, hopefully future guest Rob uh, told me that he said, Did you hear about Lane Staley? And I said, Let me guess he I he OD'd. And he goes, Yeah. I went, Oh, I'd really feel like crap if he wasn't voted AP magazines most likely to OD three years in a row. Well, that's uh it was just part of the deal. That's unfortunate. It was part of the scene. I mean, it, it, it was the really, music. I mean, like and it really was. Part, the songs it, were that. Heroin was. I mean, it was. That was part of the scene. Mm-hmm. That really was a, prol- a prolific part of the scene. He, he wasn't the first within that, was, that group of people. It was. It was coke in the eighties and it was heroin in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I mean, just so what's what it, it nowadays? What are these kids doing drug-wise nowadays? Uh, uh, that weird poop watering. Them. That fermented poop water. No, 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 no. It's called uh, dubstep. Oh. That's what that is. I'm ODing on Skrillex. I'm ODing on bullshit. Base nectar. (laughs) Base nectar. Dude, you have injected too much base nectar. Dude, have you gotten a hit of this base nectar? Hold on, man. I gotta blow some fucking air in your head. I'm seeing fucking (laughs) dead mouse everywhere. (laughs) I'm doing dead mouse. But that's a topic that I believe we can bring up several times as far as dead rock stars, dead musicians, dead anything. Many different times in different ways. All right, my so top many. five. Ah, there's so just many. Kidding. Different show. You don't got a top five? No, no I, well, I do, but it's for a different show. For a different show. For the show coming up. So, in a fight, do you want Richard Sermon or Patrick Peterson? In a, what, what, like in a fist fight? Like a brawl, well, they don't like really this. fight their athletes. In a one on one against a receiver, they both. Michael Vick were to put them in a pen together. <laughs> They've been having their tweet war. Who's better? A tweet war. Who's a better player? It's, I've that's had. What they do. Now. You know. No, I know. Athletes do. I know. It's ridiculous. I've heard. I, no, I've heard a lot of people since. And, and Richard Sherman, we've all admitted, is kind of bringing the nonsense on himself. Well, he, because he's, he's coming out. He came out and said, "I'm the best, the greatest of all time." And that's nice to have. You know, a guy like that on your team who thinks that way. That's kind of what you want. You want. You want the best. Some of the best position, skill position guys to have. The biggest egos. You I mean, want a cornerback to be greedy. You absolutely do. You want him to. You want. I mean, I don't know that you want him talking so much, but you definitely can't deny the confidence from the guy. Pat, Patrick Peterson's the same way. I don't he's, know what a cornerback girl is. He's still. Know he's, he said that he pretty much said the same thing, but he's not going to get as much grief of it over it because he hasn't like responded to everybody else who ever says they think they're the greatest at the position, which Richard Sherman has done. To answer your question, I would, like Patrick, I, would, I would like Patrick Peterson. I, I, look at, I look at Seattle. I look at what Sherman does, and he makes plays, but I look at the whole, the whole thing going on there. That defense is tenacious. That defense is the likes we haven't seen in a while. And I, I know I'm sorry, it's a tenacious D. Oh yeah, and, and I know I said I know I said differently. Bam. I was questioning like them for Fuck a little bit and what they did, but they proved it. They, to me, they they proved it to others before. They they are that kind of defense. They will be that kind of defense this year. It makes it easier for any quarterback to play that kind of ball. It it does. You get to take those chances. And I don't know tape, but I know Patrick Peterson is saying you don't play one on one. You play the field. You play a certain area. You shut down a certain area. If he's right. That's not coverage. That's not one-on-one coverage. It's a different type. You're not shut down a man. You're, you're playing a field. You're shutting down this area. This, this 35 is yards is mine. Right. That type of deal, which is still impressive and amazing. But if, if he's not playing the man-to-man that Peterson says he's playing and Sherman's not denying it, I don't know. I would probably think the guy that's shutting people down one-on-one on a regular basis is the better corner. Especially and then I would think about Joel Hayden out in Cleveland. Especially <laughs> since Patrick Peterson plays the number one. All whoever things. whoever that is, that's who he's shadowing. For Sherman the stays in. Before the, the lead-up to the Super Bowl, they're like, is Sherman going to move across the field? No. Oh. He hasn't moved all year. He plays that's who comes to him. Works. Yeah, he plays who comes to him. Whoever lines up on him, that's who he plays. Peterson follows everybody around. 
that's a it's a different thing. But I think there's a lot of good corners right now. That's that's well. And w- and when you when he talks about you bring a sorry receiver like Crabtree at me, it's like, well, so you beat a sorry receiver? I mean, explain to me how that makes you great. Realistically, if that ball is thrown just a little better, he doesn't even make a play on that. The, I mean, the way the touchdown. ball should have been thrown is it's, it's only either touched by the. We're all talking about the play from the NFC Championship game. That ball is either touched by Crabtree, who's a big physical receiver. That ball is either up here or out of bounds, not underneath. And it was thrown underneath. And he tipped it. He tipped it. He made a play, and it changed the game, and it, it ended the game. It, it changed it. It ended the game. Which he, is a good way to change well. the game is to end it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what really what happens next season. I anticipate them being a good football team. I, I do. I don't think they've improved a whole lot outside offensively. Defensively, they lost some pieces, but I think they kept the important ones. They didn't have to make the huge decisions yet defensively. They will. I think that's coming year, up. Next year is when the first ones hit. That's when, like, that's when they're going to have to give Russell or, Wilson, like, or $20 million a year. they got to give Sherman and Wilson money at the same time. That's that's a lot of money. Yeah, it sounds like they're going to have to keep one or the other. <laughs> we'll see what they do. Oh, but I anticipate Seattle being a good football team this year. But I I don't know. Corners are they're at a premium, and it just came out saying that Talib Kweli is now the sixth best corner in the league. So I mean the the gap is pretty small. I think between the number Who's one. Was the player you just said? Talib. Oh, I keep. I keep Talib. Not Talib Kweli. <laughs> That's a rapper. <laughs> he raps like, with most deaf. I was like, I haven't heard of this guy. And he quote unquote was fell to number about, six. I wasn't going to say anything about Black Star, but all right. Funny thing about Talib Kweli, he went to a white prep school. You know, all these bitches about white people fucking sell out, motherfucker. Whoa. Yeah, I don't like him. That sounds like you. Quit hating really on white people like when it's like all your friends until you like got to be a little bit. Or older. maybe he was picked on by a whole bunch of white people. Mm, he was weird. picked on by a bunch of white people at prep school, and his rich ass parents sent him to prep school. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, I mean, then. you know, the only people who really can pick on you would be white people, right? If you go to rich white people. But if you're cool with them, what if you're cool with the coolest white guy who picks on everybody else? Then you just pick on the littlest Jew. That's true. They always get picked on. <laughs> and they Jews, don't do anything to anybody. <laughs> and Jews don't rap. Not till they get older. Not anymore. Did Jews ever rap? No, they just produced it. Well, the Beastie Boys. I was going to say the Beastie Boys <laughs> rapped. <laughs> They're a little bit sure. there. I think. Sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't, I don't have stats on religion. They're pretty goddamn Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about what Mark Cuban said? Refresh my memory. I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> he was, he got, he got in trouble because of circumstance. I don't think he said anything wrong because he's like, I've had racist moments, and that's not what he said. I'm paraphrasing because it's 12:45. I'm a little bit drunk and I'm high. So basically, he said, when I see a black kid in a hoodie, I cross the street. But then he followed up and said, when I see a white dude with tattoos all over the fuck and this is dark at night, I cross back to the other side of the street. So he's just pointing out stuff like that. But because of, I know we didn't want to talk about this shit again, but I got to say his name because that's the reason this shit got started. Trayvon Martin was wearing a hoodie. It, it upset people because he, he said that. Not, not saying anything about the Martin family, not saying anything about the case. Just a black kid in a hoodie. Boom. He's he's saying something wrong. He's I, I don't know if it's enough people to apologize. I, I, I don't enough know to apologize. I don't well, and I think some of these guys who are in the spotlight should just be quiet for a while. Shut up about stuff. You're going to realize like you you got to you got you got to be very very tactful when you start talking about this kind of stuff cuz you're they they're gonna go after you. The media the media will bait you into saying something. They want it. They want to bait you into other racist shit. Even if you're not even if you were one of the most least racist people on the planet, they still want to be like, oh, did you hear what the most like least racist person on the planet said? He said something totally racist. It was it wasn't even it, the media pretty much leaked it. But when it was happening, it was at like a convention with a bunch of owners of companies and CEOs, and he was answering a question from a. A panel, basically, a bunch of people lined up at a microphone waiting to answer a question. Right. And, no, and, and I, I, and I don't. You know, we all know that. You know, you say something in public, and 
somebody's paying attention to it and you're in the spotlight, it'll come out. It's gonna come out. It might not ever come out, but nowadays with the way uh, social media is and the way smartphones are and everything like that, everybody's gonna get everything on fucking tape. And all these old dudes with Damn tricks thing. that don't work and saggy ass balls, thinking that some twenty-four-year-old really fucking gives a shit about them. Your old with their old balls. balls, gross. Skin? <laughs> He's got a five-year plan. What is it? Don't, Don't die. die. Hey, old man River, zip it or I'll kick you in the hip. <laughs> I'll break your hip. Something like that. No, but these guys got to understand that they're all... They're all always in the spotlight, even when they're not. Shut the fuck up. And you can't... You got to be careful when answering any question like that. I don't know. I don't think what he said was awful, because I think it's pretty much what we all say and do. To sit there and tell me if you saw some guy walking down the street, no matter what skin tone he has, if he's looking all thugged out, you're... You get vibes off people, you're no like, matter what. Just by looking at him, you're going to make... I mean, dude get, has tattoos all over his face. What's the first thing you think? I mean... I don't want to go to his house. That's here. That's pretty much what I'm thinking. First thing I... Yeah, first thing I think, I mean, I think, I feel like a lot of people think this, but first thing you think is fucking, what a winner. <laughs> this guy has made a firm decision to never have a career. Unless it has to do with robbing being a tattoo me. artist. Tattoos. <laughs> Pretty much nailed his career path to or being a tattoo people. artist. Or stabbing people. Selling but, drugs. Exactly. All the, like, low-life shit. Like, even though he might be totally nice, totally cool guy, he just has tattoos on his face because that's where he wanted to put tattoos. But you, know, you automatically you automatically just kind of assume stuff about people just based off their appearance and it's put, just because put ten it's people the in the room. In, put man. ten people in a room. If he's if he's one of them, it's probably not going to be my first choice. Right. To go talk to. The guy with the tattoos on his face, I should probably stay the fuck away from. Probably be one of the last people you talk to. Exactly. If we did, you're dead. <laughs> you don't talk again because he just killed you. <laughs> I, th- I think everyone has those opinions of all kinds of races. That's the issue. Some races are allowed to say it. Some races aren't allowed to. And right now, white, wealthy men need to shut the fuck up because you are not allowed to say anything remotely racist, sexist, religious, whatever the fuck it is. You have to be quiet. Everyone's bitching about it like, oh, why can't they talk? Well, you know, what goes around comes around. And now it's your turn to get bashed on. And you need to shut the fuck up. It's it's just, it's just like it was just like the uh, the the CEO of Chick Fil A, uh, you know, just kind of on the side. They asked him about gay marriage. He's like, yeah, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in them. Period. It got more than that. But yes, it yes. got a little, it got a little worse. <laughs> but it started <laughs> off. Wasn't just I don't think they should get married. Yes, yes. Well, he, you know, religion stuff. But you know, at the same time. Like, everybody's like, oh, don't go to Chick-fil-A, uh, evil corporate, uh, well, but if, you look beyond, if you look beyond that, <laughs> don't if go you to look Chick-fil-A beyond that, Chick-fil-A is actually one of the most generous companies out there. They actually donate a lot of money to charity, and, well, you don't go to Chick-fil-A. The ones they believe in. That's still money being donated to charity, is it not? Most folks donate money to charities they believe in, but yeah. I mean, they're I Baptists. I, I mean... Getting, they have a good message sometimes. Um, are they Baptist? I thought they were Baptist. I thought First they were, I thought they were Mormon, but they're not. They're not? I thought they were Mormon. I thought it was something else. Like I thought, I Mormon, thought then Melissa told me it was Baptist because like, I can't go to Chick-fil-A. On Sunday. Period. If I say, <laughs> her, she says, you hungry? I said, Chick-fil-A, I get the... Nope. Like, I don't like hang out with gay folks. Her best friend's gay, so... So, so she doesn't want you to go to Chick-fil-A? She doesn't want to go either. It's not happening. I got away with it when Tegan wanted it. That was it. No Chick-fil-A for me. You're like, Tegan, I'm Chick-fil-A. I She's go like, pick up yes, all man. the gay people I know in a big gay bus, and I still Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I couldn't take them there and do it. That would just be nervous. Oh, wow. Well, that's tragic. <laughs> I still do. I sneak up. They got you only get chicken sometimes. I mean, we're, we're, we're going beyond the point here. The point is, is that... <laughs> yes, we are. That he also should have kept his fucking mouth shut. Pretty much. It was it was a topic that he has no control over, has no kind of He shouldn't have reason. addressed it. it. It's just an unaddressable question. 
You shouldn't have addressed it. It's it's kind of just the you, have, you know what. Thanks for coming out. I, I choose not to speak on this. Um, the 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 other the other thing that's going on with that is that the voters all got together and they're having the meeting on June third to decide whether to vote out. Take seventy five percent of a vote to vote them out. But you know as well as I know that everybody better vote. Vote them out, and if they don't, there's going to be more trouble in the NBA because there's going to be pissed off players. That's what they probably should be. Because if you're really thinking about not voting this guy in, if you can't, or voting him out, if you if you can't see how his conduct has been detrimental to the league, because that's all that matters. His conduct is detrimental to the league. He has players that don't want to play for him. When the season starts next season, he has guys that don't want to go on the that will that will. Protest that will get other folks players to protest. on other league and other teams other that teams will, that will protest. It will it will change the whole dynamic. They all have to go out there and they all have to vote. Fuck them. Make him sell the team. Make his well, and fucking wife sell the that, team. Whatever and the fuck. You don't want to be the fucking owner who votes no. I, I can't even that see shit it. gets out. Oh my god, it you're gonna lose will your get team. Out too. If it you will. think it won't, it. Fucking A, Will. It will. And and when they find out that it's you, you'll be next. Mm-hmm. So you can bet your ass every single... don't even matter. One of them owners could be one of the most racist, hateful motherfuckers on the planet. <laughs> yeah. It could be the most racist, hateful motherfucker on the planet. And he would know, I'd hope, to know that I will get kicked out next. Get ahead of it I now. I don't... And you say, note. oh, yeah, he's got to go. Even though the rest of the owners would be like, man, that, even that guy voted him out, and he's a fucking racist son of a bitch. It's, it's been voted that it does. it's going to be disclosed, so no one's going to know. You have to vote. Yes, if you vote no, it's going to cause more turmoil than they ever know. It's going to come this much closer to tearing that fucking league down, which is been systematically kind of bumped around. David Stern was a good 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 commissioner, a lot of good things he did, but he was a fucking asshole too. He he fucking brought this here. I mean Sterling we, we all know what Sterling has done up until this and how it's been ignored. He can't be the only one. He cannot be with the way the shit rolls in professional sports. Um, I am they they have to vote him out. They have to. I, I don't want to see what happens if they don't. And now we're pointing at stuff on paper. Pointing at paper. That's my question this week. Do I have a question? Is that your question? It's going to be my question. For me to ask? I'm going to ask you. Oh, shit. Assuming uh, that... Let me get my... Uh, assuming that the vote is not 100%, <clears throat> what are the options of the players jumping and starting a new league? Who would be the investors... Who is down from all the news that has been swirling around about people down to do something like that? If they don't vote, because they're looking to jump, if they can do what they will, who are the investors? Who are the investors? Yes. Is that the question? Yeah. And, okay. and how would it work? Well, what does the, it do? The investors are probably going to be former, I would say former NBA players um, and former NBA execs. And I say former as in they don't they maybe they maybe they do TV maybe they're just not but they're playing, not playing maybe ball they got anymore. yeah they're not playing ball they're not really necessarily associated with the NBA okay so that's the only way that's going to happen for real to go start your league is you can't be associated with the NBA really okay so it's going to be outside people outside the league and people who used to be in the league so guys like Magic Johnson they're not really in the league anymore um, yes he HIV. Um, the AIDS. I listen to the news. Okay. Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald. Anyway, Donald um, news, so, yeah. like, yeah, but uh, other people who have lots of money know that they can actually get good players mm-hmm. to start a new league because you're not going to be able to. All these people talking about, like, oh, what happens if the NFL gets out of hand with their rules? They're just going to break up and start a new league. Well, it doesn't really work that way. You need, like, stars to start a league. You can't just throw people out there. And go, look, we also have, we do the exact same sport. And it's like, yeah, but nobody wants to watch a JV game. People go to watch varsity. But so if the stars no one if wants the to stars watch. walk, that's where you're going to run. Hopefully they can get out of, see, NBA's, 
basketball is so weird because of the worldwide contract situations and stuff. But if you start a new league, you wouldn't be a part of that whole thing. You're, you're pretty You'd much be just your own thing. I think it would have to be like it would be enough money to where if that was the kind of situation we're breaking the rules, that the the people involved would buy the contracts out and give the guys they would have new to. contracts. They would have to, and the guys getting bought out would probably have to play for less. But they might be willing to do that to start a whole new league. Just to who make knows? a point, there there might so be much. some there might be some guys who are like, you know what, I'm set. An this excellent point of this that I actually I can bring up is uh, when uh, was it uh, Vince McMahon did uh, what was it XSL? Yeah, like we're gonna start our own league and it doesn't have like half the rules, but no one's fucking watching it. So it exactly fails. because also, it's, JV, McMahon, it's uh, JV it's JV football. By the way, have Nobody you? Who wants to watch that shit? Follow the news on Vince McMahon. No. Uh, lost $350 million, one-third of his net worth in one day. How the oh. fuck did he do that? Poor piece of shit. Did he drop yeah. it on the fucking oh, ground? Oh, he's only worth $600 million now. And then they found out it was a... I tried to jerk off over China's tits or something. No, um... That piece of shit. Is, that a, is that a data reference? I don't think China wrestles <laughs> anymore. Um, I don't think China does anything. He's trying to jerk off over... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Triple H's tits. Oh, you know um, what you should do? Top five hotties from the WWE scene. The Divas? Yeah. Oh, you're uh, Trish, number one. Done. Moving oh, on. Yeah, fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, we're no all No fucking way. Are you dude. fucking out of your mind? Sable. <laughs> you guys, like, forgetting Trish. Sable? No, I still... I, Terry Runnels. Trish. Like Debra. Trish. Trish. Trish? She looks yeah. like she fell off the ugly tree. Yeah, in the Hotville, where she grew up to no, be hot. No, into... What is that? Like, you're smashing I don't like her more than the others. Like, she might make the top eight, but she ain't number one. I mean, they're one. all fake titties and such, but... Sable! Sable! What is wrong My with you? My point Sable is... Sable is way uglier than Trish. Sable is way uglier uh, than Trish. Trish is a paradigm. You guys are fucking fags. <laughs> you're fags. Yeah, we hate... We love hot chicks. You're not How looking right now. Is that? They, they, they have their thumbs up each other's ass. I'm not even going to edit that because of that. We're going bloop, bloop, Hey, bloop, fucking bloop. gay guys with your hot chicks. Fuck you. Doug's that guy that buys a shirt that looks old, but it's not. It's supposed to look cool. It looks like a vintage <laughs> wrestling. It looks like a vintage wrestling. It looks like you bought it at Hot Topic. <laughs> it's supposed to look like a vintage wrestling poster, you asshole. Yeah, well, there's the two guys that he wants to shove stuff up his ass on his shirt right there. Whoa. Damn. Whoa, that's some science fiction that I did not write. Ooh, Duggalo? Yes, Dugout? The Duggalout? The Duggalout? Old Man Wolverine. Clint Eastwood or Mel Gibson? Uh, Old Man Logan was based on uh, the Man Without a Name trilogy, so I'm going to have to go Clint Eastwood, and absolutely. That would be awesome. I would love to see Clint Eastwood play an Old Man Logan. That's, I would a, love that's, it. that's a series that I haven't read a lot of comics, but the Old Man Logan uh, graphic novel. Did you read that? Absolutely. With the fucking, oh. with the crazy ass fucking Hulk, fucking mutant kids and all that shit. That's the like, Hillbilly Mutant yeah. Hulk? Oh, God. Dude, that's, that's a It's based on the Man Without a, a Name trilogy. I mean, it's, and it really is, it's like, it's an old western with. It's always it. is a western. It's dude. one last, you know, one it's, last. Thing. Someone comes to his farm like they come in unforgiven to come yeah. like, yeah. show him to get him. And he like, and he like hasn't pulled a gun, but he hasn't popped his claws. Yep. And then at the very end, he, oh, it's brilliant. Great, great. It's one of the best I have ever. That's, read a lot. that's uh, Mark Miller, Steve McNevin. Uh, yeah, good stuff. I liked it a lot. Totally. Uh, apparently, they're going to do the third. Uh, rumor has it they're going to do the third Wolverine movie. It's not. They're gonna jump that's ahead. That's when I first read that. I was like, "This has to be a movie. How could this not be a movie?" It's it's literally cinematic. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I, I mean, I could go no, on and on. No, no, I like the, I like the, I like the connect. Bam. Yeah. Bam. Boom. Old man Logan. Fuck Absolutely. Yeah. Clint Eastwood. Absolutely. MacBook or PC? MacBook. Hopefully, you'll see a new one in July. Professor X, Patrick Stewart, or that little faggot? What? James McAvoy. <laughs> That's his name. Um, I'm that's writing it, it down. <laughs> you like James McAvoy. Little faggot. Who's next to Little Faggot? Um, Don't worry, Sir folks. Sir Patrick Stewart. Always, always going to be. He's very good. He's very good. Very good. I like we don't, and what do they call you? Wheels? <laughs> Wheels? I just watched that. <laughs> the first one? Yeah, we just watched it. It's actually not bad. 
It holds it, up. It, it, nah. It's actually better than it, I thought it, it was. X-Men 2 is the one that... If you're gonna watch That's the, the one that got long and drawn out and... No, man. The fucking... The no, night, it actually the did. Night, it the, Nightcrawler, the Nightcrawler White House scene. It's the first the five minutes things. of the movie and then there's another two hours and ten minutes to go. I completely love that scene, but it is the best scene in the movie, and that's... I loved X-Men 2. I liked it. I like it too, but it's the I thought X-Men 3 was the best of all of them. Really? X-Men 3 was the... United? Hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes battle. No, it wasn't United. Uh, what was X-Men 3? Last Stand. Last Stand. I like First Class as well. It's the best movie you're ever going to see about the Cuban Missile Crisis. Best, best dictation. <laughs> like they wrote it down. <laughs> and, uh, Magneto dick mystic. Bam. Boom. Yeah, she's at your turn. And it's got Wolverine saying it's the that? first death podcast oh, okay. movies. Gandalf or that little faggot. <laughs> <laughs> never mind, I remember you just asked the F word. Fucking <sighs> like Metallica fans. I can't remember his name. Magneto. <laughs> Figure that one out. Is that, I'm trying to that say the... faggot again. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you have anything that doesn't involve gay epithets? Fag or faggot? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Whoa! It's fish sticks. Let's not fish get all religious. Fish sticks in the gay hole, okay? Is that How's what we call my house? Doing? Is that what we call my house? The gay hole. I'm pretty deep in the dark world, and uh, in the in the dark and the dark. The fortress of solitude. Dark forest. Oh, 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 in my old T-shirt, that's not old. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickbert. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN. You're home for Almost Bacon and Banjo!